Bridging the gap between generations who assume things about each other. <laughs> okay, well, hello. Um, I'm going to say hi to Karen, Karen Johnson Diamond over there in Calgary on my screen. Okay, well, hello. I'm going to say hi to Stephanie Wolf over there in Edmonton on my screen because we talk on Zoom and you podcast listeners are wonderful. You get the audio experience, but you don't get the visual experience that I get looking at Steffi's beautiful face oh. every time we record a podcast. Mm -hmm. Mutual, I'm sure. <laughs> I've, I've had quite an adventure. It's always an adventure. Something's always happening. We're, we're doing some renovations because, you know, you can't travel. So we're fixing up our kitchen. And every time I put things in a place where I know where they are, the next time I go downstairs, it's gone. Or it's stacked up against a thing I need to get. Like, And God bless them. They're doing their work, right? But it's just let, like my little office has little French doors. And I set my little podcast up. And then I went upstairs to wash my face and brush my teeth. I came back down and it was just like a mountain of stuff in front of the door. So anyway. It's like that scene from Poltergeist where she leaves the kitchen and she comes back. All the chairs are stacked up on the table. Exactly. It's a Poltergeist house. It's haunted. <laughs> But it's always interesting. I haven't seen the movie Poltergeist in a hundred years. And you know what? If I, all I remember is that it was, it was riveting. Like I remember I couldn't yeah. look away, but I wanted to look away. But then I do that thing where I'm looking between my fingers, you know, and kind of not looking, yeah. but looking. It was huge, wasn't it? It was a huge success. It was a huge success. And we had, we believe we had, this will be another story for another podcast, a poltergeist in our house when I was <gasps> growing up. It was so cool. So, but I was watching it getting scared because our poltergeist had been really goofy and friendly up to that point, and I was uh -oh. worried they would turn. But what is okay? What is actually a poltergeist? <laughs> well, they say it's like some energy that belongs to teenagers. I don't. So know. it's not really a ghost. It's I more don't of know. a. I have no idea. Youthful. Ah, I don't it's know. like maybe it could just be a really great loaf of bread. I'm going to go out <laughs> and get a couple poltergeists today. A whole wheat? Maybe with some, I don't know, olives. <laughs> I, I'm interested to find out whether or not our guest has even seen the movie Poltergeist because our guest was born after the movie Poltergeist was made. But that's the point of this podcast, talking to people of a different generation and see what they assume about our generation and what we assume about their generation. And vice versa. <laughs> and vice versa. And our guest today is a dear friend of mine named Ivan. Ivan, welcome to Bridging the Gap Between Generations Who Assume Things About Each Other. Hi, Ivan. Hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for being our guest. Uh, Ivan was kind of our guinea pig in the sense that when <laughs> Steffi and I were talking about doing this podcast, mm. I sent Ivan an email and said, what if people assume about <gasps> you as an 18-year-old? Oh, yeah. And what? is wrong about that or what what don't they know about you you're that guy see i'm i'm meeting ivan for the first time now but i remember this conversation oh. yeah, i remember that email what did we talk about in that email ivan i forget i forget i think you asked me a few like assumptions that i would have no that people might have about me at first i thought you just meant general assumptions so i wrote in a bunch and right. then i remember you told me wow did you do all of that oh. and i'm like no <laughs> That's right. I said, tell me things that might surprise someone to find out about 18-year-olds. And you said, Olympic running track or something. And I went, I didn't know that about yeah. you. And you went, oh, oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, whoops, that's not me. <laughs> but it's someone. Yeah. It was a pretty odd email at first, like a random email. Those are my favorite. Sometimes I think I've got the whole thing established in my brain. And then I can email somebody about it, but they haven't been in my brain for the last three weeks. So they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, Karen wants some random information from me. All right. 
I'll send it. <laughs> I love that you were just you were just willing to go right along with it, regardless yeah. <laughs> of what it might be. I'm an improviser. That's sure. yeah. you say. There's an improviser. Tell us about yourself. Age, where you grew up, your astrological sign. I don't care what you tell us. Tell us what you want. Yeah, um, I'm 18 years old. I'm living in Calgary, but I came from Mexico City because that's where I was born. And I lived there like for six years. And I'm Cancer. That's my sign. Nice. <laughs> my favorite superhero is Batman. I always have to tell <gasps> everyone. I'm just obsessed. Like, you could see behind me, not everyone, but my whole room is Batman right now. I could so, see yeah. behind you, but I thought that was a Tim Burton character on your show. Oh, yeah. That one, too. I really like Tim Burton. Yeah. Awesome. Let's discuss if Tim Burton ever did a Batman. Wouldn't that be yes, cool? Yes, he did. Did he? What? Yeah, he did. I forget which who was the Batman, that who was the actor, but he did direct one or two films of Batman. Oh, wow. I got to go down that hole and find those. I don't remember that. But you know what? It's ringing a bell now. Maybe maybe I like both because of the connection. Who knows? Obviously, my generation doesn't know much because my generation said, this director that I pretend to know lots about should do a movie about this superhero I know nothing about. <laughs> and the 18-year-old says, it's happened, Karen. Oh. <laughs> They're way ahead of us. It's like Yvonne saying, Neil Diamond should do a duet with someone like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Done. Happened. <laughs> Is that you don't bring me flowers? Yeah. yeah. Good for yeah. you, Steve. Wait, let's check in with Ivan. Ivan, do you know any Neil Diamond songs? I actually don't. I I always hear you talk about it, and for some reason, I always forget to research him. But I'm just really bad with like names of like artists or like titles of songs. Me too. Oh, I always have to go. You know that song where they go da 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 yeah, da, da clap. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. And people are like, "That's every song." I'm like, "Yeah, no, but this one, you'll know it. You'll know it." <laughs> exactly. It's that movie with that guy. And they went there, and then the. That thing happened, and then all of a sudden it was over, and they couldn't do it anymore, and then they did. Oh, and then they fell in love. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that movie. Ivan, how long have you been obsessed with Batman, and what started it? Well, Spider-Man used to be my favorite superhero, and then I don't know what happened. I just switched. I know it was since I was very little, and I think it's become such an obsession, I don't even remember anymore. I just have everything Batman, and I just know he's pretty cool. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna do the, I'm gonna do a bridgy gappy thingy, and that's where I love that all of our generations know who Spider Man is, know who Batman is. We grew up with them too, but we just grew up with a different iteration because Spider Man yeah. for, for me is always like the first image is stop motion guy and you know oh, Peter wow. Parker and just sort of two dimensional guy. Yeah, um, that's and and kind of pastel colors, and I was obsessed with those comics. And then the very first time they said they were going to make a movie, I was like how are they going to do that? And, you know, of course they did, a million of them. Um, and my first Batman remembrance is also pretty much the same thing, only it was like tights too high on TV um, and Robin. And, you know, the kind of, yeah. who, who was his name? He was the best Batman. Who We love him. I think that was Adam West. Yes. Yes. Of course. Thank you. There, yes. you got the name. Yeah, is Adam, those are, those are the first two things that come to mind. And then all the groovy, high-tech, cool ones come after that. But, but yeah. we all have... Then it got pretty dark. Yeah, they did. They went down, they, yeah, they found the origin stories and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think that's kind of cool that we all have a connection to those guys, just different versions. They're, they're mythical. I love it that the two of us are going, who was who was it that played the original Batman back yeah. in our day? And the 18-year-old goes, you yeah. guys, it's Adam West. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, he was even before <laughs> us, so there you it's go. It's true, it's like, true. Who's the best Batman <laughs> then? Mm -hmm. I think 
Christian Bale. You guys I probably love him. know him. He's so good. Do. Yeah. He's so ridiculously talented, isn't he? Oh, my God. That trilogy was pretty good. Ha. I'm trying to remember if I saw those. I remember watching Ben Affleck once. He was a Batman at some point, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Th- those are the newest ones. The Christian Bale was by Christopher Nolan. Okay. That's okay. a director, right? Says yeah. the actor who should know these things. Yeah, the director. <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah. I just do know that we did see those, and I don't remember anything about them except for that Christian Bale is so good. But he's you he's, probably yeah. saw it. Turn it on, and we go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so, what what are your favorite things about Batman? Um, I think everyone always like in school asks you for like a hero or something, and they always expect you to say someone real. And I always like I'm very into like fantasy and all that, so I always try to apply like fiction and that so whenever it's like batman related it's like oh well his values and morals or yeah and also i really like his style because he's like a darker superhero what about his morals and values like what are what would you say they were i really like how uh, batman believes in a lot of his morals and sticks to them because he's not supposed to kill and as a superhero that might be very hard fighting crime And, you know, sometimes I admire that and apply it to myself whenever I have like a goal or I need to follow my own values and not care about what others think. Right. So it's great in that way that a superhero, you can, it can be aspirational because even though it might not be life or death, you can go, well, um, what's important here? It's important for me to do this because that's what I believe in. And that's what's going to take me on the path that I want to go as opposed to going against it, which is going to take you down a different path. Exactly. Yeah. But I do know some people who, you know, write it off as violent entertainment. And no, yeah, exactly. the reason why it, there's it, it's gone on for so many years, like, I mean, like Greek myths and whatnot, is that because it's kind of transcends the everyday, right? And so like you just said, you can relate your real life to those things. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And like tons of people ad- admire superheroes and comics and all that. Yeah. Do you have a collection or do you mostly watch, do you like, do you like the paper versions as well? Yeah. I don't know if I'm a bad Batman fan because I don't read that much comics, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, I do have a little bit. Bad Batman fan. Yeah. I highly doubt it. I think you're a good Batman fan. So, so what, okay. So you're big into fantasy, big into Batman. What other things do you do? Are you um, into music at all these days or? Well, I, I've tried playing instruments. I don't, I really like guitar and piano. Like I really admire the people that play it because I took lessons and I I gave up. (laughs) I could not play the guitar. It's hard, isn't it? It's not easy. Yeah, it's hard. It's so easy. But whatever you learned is yours for keeps. Even if you, I don't think you gave up, you just decided it wasn't for you. Um, But uh, the nice thing about lessons like that, I think as a mom from the other side of the generation is that you'll never regret it. I know it might have been days where you, did you ever have days where you're like, I hate this so much? Or- yeah, when you're struggling because you can't get that note and it just sounds horrible. But it, I right. might take it on later because I still like the guitar. It'll come back to you. I think whatever you learn will come back to you. And also those struggles, like my, my grandma used to say to me, um, if you're not failing, you're not learning. And so I was like, oh, okay, so fail. And as you as an improviser, you know that already. Yeah, improv. Yeah, you got to fail. Otherwise, you got to you know, fail. You got to fail. Sometimes in the midst of failure comes the best things ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so what brought, what got you into improv? What was the thing that pu- pulled you into that world? I think what got me into improv was I got, I really liked acting, but I got into it at a later age. Like I know a lot of people started acting since they were five or something. But I remember at my high school, um, at the open house, they were showing us the improv team. 
And I remember watching all the grade 12s and they were so amazing at it and they had no scripts. And it was just, it was kind of unbelievable, like the comedy that came out of just saying whatever's on your brain. And yeah, I knew I had to try it. It took me a while. The first year I didn't join the improv team because I was too scared. But yeah, they all encouraged me to do it and I tried it and then I kept doing it and I've been doing it all all my years in high school. And I joined a Dirty Laundry because uh, Natalie Marshall, she was in my writing group and she told me about it and I decided to join and she kind of like motivated me to join. Well, you know what? When you were in grade 12, think about this now, some brand new first year grade nine or whatever it is is it grade nine nine to twelve ten yeah to 12? ten to twelve anyway, some new high schooler watched you guys and watched you and yep. went oh they're so amazing they're so amazing i want to do that so you've already inspired the people coming up behind you so way to go and you're a very honest improviser i have to say that steffi like super super honest i love that about Thank you. you good for you because that's where the comedy comes from i mean that's where the true art of it is i think yeah yep. i think i'm just trying to like survive on stage <laughs> Me too. And if the comedy comes, then it'll it'll be funny. <laughs> Mostly it's just survival, pretty much <laughs> yeah. like life. So, okay, so that gives me a question then. So what did you assume about what it was like to be 18 when you were watching those people who were blowing you away? What did you think their lives would be were like? I assumed they were just full of confidence because they were like the top people of the school and like, I'm the boss. So yeah, I thought they could perform with that ability just because they were like older and believed in themselves. And then when you got to be that age, what did you find to be the truth? <laughs> <laughs> I was still being nervous on stage and before. Right. I realized it was not true. It's all acting. <laughs> Every time before I go on stage, I'm always like, why am I doing this? <laughs> But then after after the show, then I'm like, that's why. Why? Because it feels oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. What's another assumption about anything? Oh, yeah. One of my assumptions was like how some older people might assume teenagers don't care about their health and eat junk food. I assumed that maybe older people are just obsessed with their health. Mm. I don't think about my health enough, really? like not even. And especially over the last nine months, I've turned into a teenager who never goes outside and eats so <laughs> much junk food. I, ca I care about my health overall, but uh, no, I, I, you know what? I'm breaking that yeah. assumption, but that's, this there is good. Go. That's what this podcast is. I think teenagers are way healthier, but you know what? When we were growing up, smoking was fine. Yeah. Like everybody's like, go ahead and smoke, smoke while you're pregnant. We don't care. It takes a number of years for people to figure out what's good or bad for your bodies, right? So right. Our, our concept of what health is changes. How about you, Steph? Um, I think I'm moderate. Um, I've always, like I used to teach, <laughs> I was an aerobics teacher in the 80s. Oh, yes. That was me in the unitard and the headband. Oh, yeah. I didn't that, know that. That was part of my world back then. And uh, so, yeah, so that introduced me to that part of it but when it came to what I was putting into my body like I didn't think about it very much not really my mom would go on a diet and then we'd all have cottage cheese it's like get off this diet please <laughs> uh you know we didn't think about it in terms of a, of a nice holistic picture but I think what for me I'm more obsessed with health about my kids now that I know what's in that bag oh, yeah. um I'll still eat it but <laughs> I don't look at my young people and go, oh, I don't want you to put that in your young, beautiful, perfect, healthy body. But like Karen said earlier, I think you guys are really onto that. Yeah. Okay, where do you live in that laddie van? Yeah, I think I'm in the middle because I want to, I'm trying to be more fit. So I, I like to eat and exercise, but I'm really bad at the exercise part. 
<laughs> Me too. So I try to commit. <laughs> so I try to commit to the eating part and just stay at least like I got to get one part right. <laughs> Good for you. And I am now 54 years old and I still get a little bit of joy when I go into the Safeway and I'm getting my groceries and my milk and my lettuce. And then I get to the checkout and I go, I'm going to buy myself a treat and I don't have to ask anybody. Yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But it's never gone away. I definitely do love dessert. <gasps> What's your favorite dessert? Ooh. I got to say probably like pies or cheesecakes. Yeah. Pastry guy. Mm. Pastries, yes, yeah. pastry. Pastries. Yeah. I could I could go to a restaurant and just order dessert. I'll be with you. I, I would like to be that date as soon as COVID is over. Yeah. You and I, nothing but sweets. Yes, dessert first. So what are you doing now that you're 18? You're done high school. Yes. Uh, so right now I'm currently taking a gap year. Okay. Working at chapters though. <gasps> books! Um, Yay! Yes, books. I'm dedicating this whole year to like making money for university next year. And it's I'm struggling with all the books I want to buy. <laughs> I bet. Oh, yeah. It's hard to not to spend the money you earn when you work in a place where that has yeah. things you yeah. like. Are you a big reader? Yes, I am. I know the audience can't see, but right here on my desk, I have my Christmas shopping books. Oh, I can't tell you how much joy that just gave me. He just held up like a, a stack of books. Are those for your family? A lot are for me. <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to promise my mom that I'd get through all of them because it was quite a bit. Oh, are you comfortable sharing the titles with us? Yeah. So uh, one of them is uh, the Elon Musk biography. Okay. I really admire him. So I thought it'd be a good read, but I'm not sure if I'm into biographies, really. We had a guest, Will, not too long ago. Will, our guest, is really big into biographies. So once you've um, read it, if you like it, tell us because yeah. he might want that recommendation. Okay, what else? And then, uh, so my friend is taking uh, film school in B.C., so I thought I also like writing a lot. So I thought I'd join her and I bought this screenplay book to learn how to write. Awesome. And, yeah. And it turns out it's the same one she's using at school. Oh, cool. Yeah. And my favorite author is uh, Rick Riordan, Percy Jackson. Oh, Percy Jackson and the something, something, yeah, something. Yeah. Have you heard of Percy? I read all of those. Okay. So I read all of the Harry Potter books to my kids aloud. And I read all of the Percy Jackson books to my kids aloud. It took years. Yes. That's my favorite book series. Ah, interesting. Yeah, no, I remember them really, really yeah. well. I learned a lot about Greek mythology that I didn't know before. Yeah, I love Greek mythology. I think that's what got me into Greek mythology, the Percy Jackson books. Yeah, and I have a weird thing for hardcovers. I know, right? I know, hey. <laughs> Karen and I just both got really romantic <sighs> and kind of, oh, hardcover. It's like an obsession. They're like the real book. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll always buy it. I think I've said this before on this podcast. I'm terrible because I always have like two or three copies. I've got the, the soft copy, then my tub copy, so that if it gets in the tub, or it, it doesn't matter. That it, but often have the hardcover. And then I have a copy on my on my mini iPad so that I can read in bed in the dark. So it's terrible. It's like yeah. technology hasn't saved me the space for books. Now I just have more of the same one so that I can read it wherever I am. It's yeah, I, I, I also keep two copies. I have like the paperback so that I can mess it up. And then I have the hardcover for yep. collecting. Wow. Right? I have so many books I can't even tell you. Like my, I cannot read the books that I have in my house in my lifetime. I know it. But it's because <laughs> there's a million books I want to read and I tend to find so many at thrift stores. And it's like one buck or two bucks for a hardcover 
version yeah. of something that I wanted to read last year but didn't spend 40 bucks on. And then, oh, yeah. And I don't know if you know this book, The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. It was a movie as well. Oh, I no, love I that book. Do you know that book, Yvonne? No, what's it about? It's an autobiography, too. It's this fellow who used to be the editor of some fashion French magazine. He's a French guy. And anyway, he has a stroke, and it's a severe stroke that they call locked-in syndrome, which means he's paralyzed everywhere except his eyeballs. Like, all he can do is move his eyes after he has this stroke. And there was this nurse, I think it was his nurse, who figured out how to help him dictate what he wanted to say by blinking. So they started with one blink is A, two blinks is B, three blinks is C, and she would sit there for hours and just write down what he was trying to say. I think I've heard a story like that. Fascinating because he's writing from what it's like to be inside that body. There's a movie too, isn't it? It's just Yeah, there is. Can you imagine the muscles in that guy's eyes? They're just like giant biceps. He could probably lift like 30 pounds per lid. Right? He's super buff from the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Buff lids. (laughs) Anyway, that's a book I found for 25 cents and I was just like going, oh, this looks interesting and I bought it and it's one of my favorite books. So anyway. Well, you know what I want? I want one of those little neighborhood booky things in my front. Oh, those little libraries. And I'm not a builder, so I want, I mean, if I want someone to build me one that, that looks adorable <laughs> like my house, like I want a mini house. No, okay, so I'm going to totally skip lanes here. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a, a younger sister. She just turned 16, November 3rd. So you guys are pretty close then. Yeah, we're really close. Aww. Now, wait, close in age or close in, in friendship as well? I'd say close in friendship too, because... We're, we're two years apart and we always go to the same high schools and school and like junior highs. And we'd always eat lunch together for a few years. Get out. We'd like gossip. Love it. It's good. I always wished I'd had a big brother. I have two sisters and they're awesome. Big brothers are cool. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you see, if you see, where do you see your sister's your sister following in your footsteps. Do you see any evidence of that? Mm, I think we're we're really close, but we're okay. really different. Does she like Batman? No, she does not. But oh. she's not a big superhero, so it's not that she doesn't. Yeah. She really likes volleyball. But yeah, I don't. So it's we don't really have a lot of in common hobbies. That's cool. Then you can cheer each other on. I love that. Okay, so you're a reader and you like mm-hmm. Batman. So I'm just going to see if I'm I can pick another hobby. My first in my first assumption would be that another hobby you have would be video games. Am I right about that? Kind of. This headset I'm using right now is the first time I use it and I I had it for like 3 months cuz I bought it cuz I told myself I would use it for video games and turns out I'm using it for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I really like video games because of the storytelling, not the actual gameplay. I would just watch the whole cutscenes because playing it is really fun, but not as much as the story. The Mass Effect series has tons of really good story if you're into that. But um, one of the things that my youngest son and I are trying to do, he said, well, I, mom, do you want to watch me play this game and I'll let you do the story part and I'll do the fighting because my thumbs, I can't <laughs> figure it out. I'm like, Ugh. all my characters run off the screen like, Whoa! They just, I can't do it. But So that's how we've done it is that uh-huh. I get to pick who says what. I get to pick all the story stuff. And then when it's time to fight, I hand the control over to him and he goes yeah. and fi- finishes that off. I usually save video games for like just when I hang out with friends because 
It's like a common thing to do. And sometimes they end up teaching me because I haven't played in such a long time. So I'm not into like the sports video games because that's just like, I'd rather do it myself. But the shooting games, those are those are more my type. So which sports would you rather do yourself? I'd rather do like soccer than play like the FIFA game or basketball. But I'm actually not that big of a basketball and a soccer player. That doesn't matter. You know, this is one thing that is that is definitely a generation thing for sure, as much as because we just did not grow up with that kind of socialized gaming. I, yeah, like Pong, I I think I've talked about this before too. In grade five, I had a science teacher. It was super cool. And he brought in this, we used to have TVs on these great big carts. Oh, it's a movie And every time the cart came in the room, it's like, oh, so we're going to watch a thing. Yeah. And he got Pong and showed us. And we looked at the screen and watched this white thing go back and forth. And it was like possessed. It was like, what is, what is happening? (laughs) Who, how is that? possible like how is that possible it was mind-blowing who knew that that would end up being yeah like the beginning of this right like my son has one of the apps on his phone like just pong because it's retro and hilarious yeah retro games are back in style what other retro games have you played that you like or think are ridiculous and i know like tetris is that retro yeah yeah tetris and like people my age now, they're like playing online with strangers. I still can't do it myself, but no, I know it's really no. common. I, I've tried that too because my husband and I were obsessed with Diablo for a while. I hated it. I just wanted to, I just wanted my husband and I to go kill the skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need you. Get away. Get out of my living room. My mom, my 78-year-old mother, who I talk about a lot, loves to sit and watch my boy play video games and she's this gray-haired little lady and she's knitting she's sitting on the couch and she's like oh kill shot no get him right in the middle of the head get him in the head no it de- they don't die if you get him in the chest honey get him in the head like she just is so awful about I it. it i think that's an assumption that can be broken too because my grandma she's like in her 70s and she loves to play Wii with us yeah oh that's awesome yes yeah. she'll buy the console just for her house like <laughs> not for not as a gift, it's for herself. And whenever we come, it's like the thing to play instead of board games. It's like, let's do Just Dance. I awesome. love your grandma. That's that's who I aspire to be as a grandma <laughs> if I ever am one. Uh, what is your grandma's name? Lucia. Beautiful name. Lucia, we're going to be Lucia's when we grow up. I'm going to turn this uh, turn this around back to, we were, uh, earlier on we were talking about Batman's values. Do 18-year-old guys get together and talk about stuff like that? Do, like, do you guys actually have conversations about things like that? I think it depends, like, the friend groups, because I have friend groups who just like superheroes because of, like, the movies. So they, can, they, they, they know the names and they can talk about the movies. And then I do have friends who are more into the comics, and those are the ones that are, like, more deep into, like, every little thing about the hero and, like, like what they do and their powers. Do you have conversations as 18-year-olds about your own values and morals? Yeah, I th- with some of my friends, we do. More about other people, not, not really about ourselves. I think we don't really talk about ourselves as teenagers a lot. It's kind of like kept to ourselves. But we do talk about like how other people are acting in the pandemic and like uh, maybe some political things too. We do. I do have friends who are into uh, that. Why do you think that is? And and any answer is right here and, and no answer is also right. But why do you think that is that teenagers don't talk about themselves much? Or not teenagers, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like people of a certain age group, like your age group. Why do you think that is? 
I think because may- maybe this period is like a time of discovering yourself. And that's always scary because I know for me, whenever there's like in school, those little surveys that ask questions about you, you're like, right. I don't know. Like, and and sometimes you do want to know, but but maybe you don't want to take the time to answer yourself. So then you'd rather just learn about other people than yourself. But it's really important to like discover yourself because it's like connecting you. That's a great observation. Yeah, for sure. Because I would have thought, I would have assumed that, that um, and I know I did the same thing, uh, but I would have assumed it would be like, I don't want to share who I am because I think other people will judge that. But I love instead thinking, I'm still figuring out who I am. Uh, so I'm not yeah. willing to share that yet because I might change my mind yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's easier to talk about others than yourself because in school, we'd have questions like, why are you a leader? And you might not know because you don't want to. It just It's a lot of work to find out. You might think, but it's really easy to tell why like a president is a leader. Right. Oh. Do you find it hard to say good things about yourself? Sometimes. Yeah. I might use things that people tell me like compliments because then you might know that they're true. Sometimes you like mm. might self-doubt. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to make you say one really good thing about yourself. Brag about yourself for a second. I think that I'm really good at being funny around people and to like lighten the mood. Even, even if I'm very shy, I can like still be silly just to like keep it. I can tell. Karen obviously knows that, but I I can see that in a second. Um, And you know what? Interesting. I find uh, people say, well, if you're into theater or if you're a performer or whatever, you must be an extrovert. And I'm like, no, I'm, yeah, no. I think people sometimes get surprised that I feel like I'm a very, very shy person and very yeah. me. Um, but, but, um, I guess, yeah, put it this way. When, 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 when the job is, is to, to share a story or to tell a story or to entertain or to lighten the mood, I'm, I'm outside of myself just doing that, right? So I yeah. self-consciousness is it's a way for me to to not be self-conscious. It's a weird thing to explain to people, but yeah, it's like I'd rather I I don't I don't feel self-conscious on that stage. I feel like I'm doing a service. It's I'm self-conscious off yeah. stage. <laughs> exactly. I agree with you and I I feel like as an introvert acting is still really good because people say to do things outside your comfort zone and so like by being an introvert, whenever I do this type of acting, I always feel like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like yeah. climbing. It's like doing, it's like hiking in the mountains. It's like, yeah. I don't know what's going to happen next. And I'm it's like pushing yourself. This. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know whether I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I thought I was an extrovert. And then these last nine months, I've been like, I like being inside. <laughs> I like being alone. <laughs> okay. I want to talk forever about, um, we can't. That went by way too fast. I know, I know. Wait, oh, one more question before we do our, our rapid fire questions. It went by way too fast. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. We asked you to brag about yourself, Ivan. Brag about 54-year-olds for a minute. What do you think Steffi and I are? Or no, not Steffi and I. But yeah, I mean, we're the people you're talking to. But what do you think 50... 50- Just us. No one else. Just tell us how great we are. Just do I don't care about celebrities or sports heroes or firefighters or Just first responders of any kind. Karen and me. Just us. But um, what, what are 54-year-olds amazing at? What do we love about ourselves? Or what do we add to the world? I think that, like... 54 or just older people are super energetic 
and they always want to keep doing things because you might think that they're getting older and like being tired. Oh, I don't want to do anything but stay at home. But but you guys actually want to like do a lot of things and you're really active. Like, oh, you want to pursue a hobby and you actually do it or you want to go travel and yeah we don't talk ourselves out of stuff very often do we that's yeah that's you an don't. interesting observation and thank you for that because i think part of for me anyway part of the i'm going to try this and do it is because mm, it circles back to that confidence thing i don't worry about what other people think about it anymore i'm not afraid that someone might judge me for trying to do this thing that 30 years ago i might have gone oh i can't <laughs> now i just go well hand it over let's yeah. see what happens the other thing too i think as you get older when i was your age and my grandparents were 70 in my mind they were so old now i look at you know my mom or your grandma or whatever and just go i don't remember 70 to 78 year olds being that vibrant when i was young but i also think i wasn't looking for it right i didn't care yeah. to it wasn't in my radar but I have a feeling what I would say that that young people are good at right now is way better at noticing the world around them than I ever was. I would agree with you. That's my experience with the young people. I have a, Ivan, I have a, um, an 18-year-old son. I don't think I was that able to articulate things about the world when I was 18. And I don't know if that's just me or what, but I was like, part of that is because you guys do have so much more access to, like the internet is the open, the world, we had six o'clock news yeah. and I didn't care about the news. Yeah, no, I I would agree that I would feel like between 18, 22 year olds, you guys seem to have a wide perspective on the on the planet right now. Yeah. I know some people argue that like technology is like separating us, but it also helps a lot in like connecting yeah. us. It's that thing about like, it's like a superhero thing, right? You can use it for good or you can use it for evil. Yeah. yeah. And we are trying to use it for good, not evil. <laughs> <laughs> and without technology, we wouldn't be able to introduce Ivan to the wider audience that might listen to this podcast. Exactly. We would have had to talk on the phone. What the phone? Old fashioned. I would have to make you write a what letter. What letter? Dear Ivan, my name is Stephanie. <laughs> I live in Edmonton. Give- I like dogs. I have a pen. and it. Writes. I'd have to do it in handwriting. I don't know why I gave you that voice. I know that's well, that is my voice. You know me. To me, that is who I am. In my mind, that is how I I see the world through that voice. It's <laughs> exactly right, a hundred percent. All right, Yvonne. Yes. Rapid fire questions. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing because it's like my inner voice sounds like that. Mine are such a weird mishmash today of things that, like, usually I have a theme. I have no theme today. Campfire marshmallows or campfire songs? Marsh, actually songs, because I barely do songs. Okay. I want to learn some songs. <gasps> hair dye or hair cut? Hair dye. I've never done it. I love that you're, like, going as choosing things that you aren't for me. <laughs> I love that. Uh, what's the best Christmas movie ever? A Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. Could be Halloween or Christmas. Okay. Cats the musical or Cats the animal? Cats the animal. Me too. <laughs> Sesame Seeds or Sesame Street? Sesame Street. Me too. Who's your favorite Muppet? I don't know the names very well, but oh, the one on the drums, the red one. Animal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that one. That is hilariously my next question was Cats the animal or Animal the Muppet? <gasps> the Muppet. <laughs> this is my final question, but I'm mixing it up this week. Uh, donuts or cronuts? Are cronuts the inside? Cronuts are a donut mixed with a croissant. Oh, well, I really love croissants, so 
Cronuts. Trust me. You do like Cronuts better. <laughs> Trust me. It's true. Nice work. Okay, Steffi, got any? <laughs> I'm ill-prepared, so I'm going to make these up and improvise them as we go. Improv. Um, but <laughs> okay, candlelight or dimmer switch? <laughs> dimmer switch. I'm literally looking around. Everything in my house has been shoved into this little front room while we renovate. So Get some inspiration. <laughs> All right. Let's keep going. Um, egg sandwich or, <laughs> or, <laughs> or bagel and lox? Egg sandwich. Oh, okay. Um, uh, love seat or big chair? Big chair. Oh, Ballad or anthem? Uh, anthem. Ah. I don't even know why, but I'm looking back for answers. <laughs> They're in here somewhere. Because <laughs> Stephanie looked at her lamp and was inspired to ask you ballad or anthem. <laughs> Sometimes I look into my own thought bubble and I'm <laughs> shocked at what I see. It's just a void. Just whoosh. Okay. Um, paintings or prints? Paintings. Yes. And one more. Uh, let's see. Um, jazz or classical? Classical. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means, but it's interesting to me. Good. If you'd said jazz, I would have, I would have ended the podcast. If you'd said jazz, it would be like, get out of <laughs> get out of here. Those were excellent. I, I'm really pleased that, that people will learn about the generational gap by finding out whether or not Ivan likes dimmer switches or candles. <laughs> well, I never thought that about 18 year olds. I better change my thinking process. <laughs> What a revelation. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> okay. Yvonne, we yeah. are ready for your questions. Okay, ready? Okay. So, zombie apocalypse, you can only choose three things from your house. What are they? Oh, my husband, my son, and a donut. <laughs> I didn't think of people as options. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, a donut, um, a can of hairspray. And uh, a rake. Nice. I mean, the people were still valid, though. Those Thank are you. good things to bring. Thank you. Okay. So outside of people, because I was going to say the same thing. Um, um, my Bic lighter, <laughs> a scissors. Good. And my weighted blanket. <laughs> oh, nice. Comfy. <laughs> See, you're thinking of creature comforts and things that <laughs> might help you survive. I'm just thinking of what can I hit them with? <laughs> I will spray them with hairspray. Oh, See, that's why you need a village. You need everybody to bring their things so that you, between all of yes. us, we have, we have mean, it. Yeah. We can help each other. The weighted blanket was really good. I don't know if you could survive an apocalypse in like Calgary weather. Without a weighted blanket. Or a yeah. big lighter. But so you need the hairspray to start it. Like you need to spray the hairspray onto the wood with the, anyway, we could go on forever. A torch! Yeah, 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 right? Okay, good. <laughs> all right, good. Next? All right. That's that awesome. Next. Milk chocolate. Or dark chocolate? Milk. Milk. I know that's not sophisticated, but I love milk chocolate. Who cares? No one ever said we were sophisticated. Nice. I loved, I like dark chocolate too, but I just have to pick. If okay. I had to pick one, I'd pick milk. Dark chocolate is like, why did you take all the sugar out of my chocolate? But you know what? It's really good with wine. And you know me, is I'm it? a big wine. Yeah. Also. I feel like no. dark chocolate is more like fancy, you know? Like, yeah, I know. Oh, I don't eat milk chocolate. I eat dark chocolate. I eat all the chocolate. They all have their places. I'll Put take the way. cheapest chocolate. I like those little balls they wrap in foil at Christmas mm, time. Me too. Yeah. All right. Favorite superhero or hero? It could be a superhero or just a real hero or her heroine. My favorite superhero is the Tick, but not because he's a very good hero, but because I find the Tick 
hilarious. Have you ever seen that cartoon that animated the no, tick? Is he is he blue? Yeah. Yeah. And he says yeah. stuff like he falls off buildings and smashes through the street and says, gravity is a harsh mistress. He's <laughs> hilarious. So yeah, the tick. Steph? Um, it's my favorite superhero because I watched it when when from my adult days, because I watched it with my kids and I loved it. it. Was I think it was called Kim Tastic? Was it Kim? It was a Kim. Disney, and she was a superhero. She was a girl, and she had I think she had a naked mole rat. Kim Possible. Kim, Kim Possible. Possible. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kim Possible. I love Kim Possible yes. so hard, and and um, that's a good show. I, you know, I also have another superhero, is Pippi Longstockings. For some reason, I feel like she's a superhero. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why, but I grew up thinking she was a superhero. So those are my two feminist superheroes. <laughs> I know. Last year, our team, our improv name was Kim Probable. Oh, that's good. That's very good. Uh All right. Live without listening to music or watching TV. I could live without watching TV, but I don't know if I could live without listening to music. Nice. Karen? I think I'm the same. Because music can be the soundtrack of everything you do. Like, it can be part of everything. Yeah. And you can barely ever see Neil Diamond on TV. So I'd have to go with, I have to have music and I'd get rid of the TV. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes yeah, sense for Karen, right? Neil Diamond. Every time he, they play a Neil Diamond song on the radio, I'm like, oh my God, he's dead. Because they never play him on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Is Neil Diamond still alive? Mm-hmm. He is. He is uh, 79. Oh, okay. He will be 80 on January the 24th. But he is suffering Parkinson's. So he's oh, he's shoot. had to stop oh, okay. uh, touring we need to have neil diamond guest on okay. our podcast as someone from the generation ahead of it. we got this has got to be our mission yeah, you this should. has got to be our mission i love you it's like that time that that guy wanted to date drew barrymore just <gasps> right? find a listener yeah. who knows somebody who knows somebody, somebody. degrees of separation we need neil yes. diamond to come bridging on. the gap between karen and neil yeah. that will be the episode you got to spread yeah. this podcast so we can yeah. find him spread yeah, it we share find him. share Okay, how did we get on that track? Okay, go back to your questions, Yvonne. <laughs> All right. What book fantasy world would you like to live in? Harry Potter. Oh, I'm going to say Harry Potter too. And this one is the last one. Christmas or Halloween? Christmas. I love Halloween though. That's hard. That's hard. You're hard. These are good because oh. they're hard. I might have to say both because uh. Christmas is just so relaxing and cozy. You can say both. But Halloween is when you get to see all the spud nuts come to your door. Yeah, you can say both. I'd have to go with Halloween. It's the all-time favorite. Well, Tim Burton. I mean, only chance you get to dress up as Batman. (laughs) (laughs) No. You know what? I don't think so in this world. I think in 2020, you put that Batman costume on whenever you damn well please, and you just wear it. (laughs) Halloween will be every day. But that's the thing, right? If Christmas was all the time, we wouldn't appreciate it when it was here. If Neil yeah. Diamond was always on Wouldn't the radio. You, and, but also, if Christmas is all the time, imagine how nice people would be to each other all the time. <laughs> true. That is so true. But I'll, I'll, uh, when no, we, we get go out for our dessert date, Ivan, when we're able mm-hmm. to have yes. a date again. I want to come. Steffi's going to join us. <laughs> I, I will be dressed as Neil Diamond. You will be dressed as Batman. And Steffi, who will you be dressed as? David Byrne. I'm going to wear a big suit. All right. Deal. Great. <laughs> hey, Ivan. What is the number one absolute best thing about being 18? I think it's the ability of looking young yet being an adult. Because, yes, because like there's events or things where I can pretend to not be 18. Or like if I walked into a bar and they're like, you're not old enough, I'll be like, yeah, I am. Look at this, (laughs) I am. Yeah, no, right. You're at a, it's a beautiful, youthful time where you get to vote. 
You have responsibilities, but you can also kick back and still live in your kid world head. And you know what? Don't ever lose your kid world head because uh, Darren and I have managed to hang on to as much kid world head as possible. And I think that's really important. And yay. And I I know we're going to wrap this up, but I just want to say, Ivan, this has just been a pleasure and a joy. And you're an awesome young man. And I just really am honored that I got to speak with you today. Thank you. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you too. And Ivan, no matter how old you get, don't give up your love of Batman. Stay obsessed if you want to change your name to Ivan Garcia. Batman, you just go nuts. You see, I thought of changing it to Wayne because like Bruce Wayne, I got to add it to my last name. Oh, yeah. Do it. I did it. You can do it too. All right. Oh, I literally just realized you did the diamond part. I never thought about it. I did. I put him there because I love him. You have been the spark that helped us start this podcast. And we so appreciate it because we're really enjoying ourselves so much. And we're, we think our little podcast is little by little, just, I don't know, bringing people together um, just by meeting new people and hearing the thoughts of, of an 18 year old that you didn't think would say that I really want to read all the books at Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to say yeah. other than I just love that we have this opportunity to share someone like you with the greater public. Yeah. I, I mean, unless unless we're in a situation where our generations somehow are artificially connected somehow, we don't get to sit and talk to each other no. for some, like as much, unless we have our kids. That's a, that's a mm-hmm. different thing though. But just to talk as people to people, um, we tend to stick with our own peers. And yep. I love just learning that, wow, there's so much we, there's so much that we can all cross the boundaries with. Yeah. I don't think I've talked this deep with like 54 year olds before. Right. Right. And it doesn't feel like there's that much of a gap, especially now that I know your decision that you like dimmer switches before candles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And there shouldn't be a reason why. Right. Why why do we have to choose? (laughs) Speaking of candles. Both. You can always choose both. And you know what, listeners, you can choose any form of social media to follow us and help us and share us and look for us at any time. You can use Instagram, you can use Twitter, you can use Facebook. Instagram, we are The Broad Gap. The Broad Gap. On Twitter, we are at The Broad Gap. But also you can search Bridging the Gap Between Generations who assume things about each other and you'll find it. Uh, And on Facebook, we are <gasps> Bridging the Gap Between Generations Who Assume Things About Each Other. And we have an email address, too, which is thebroadgap at gmail.com. And we want to know if there's someone you know who um, is a, is of a generation that you think we would be interested in talking to and is a is a charming, world-changing human being like our friend Ivan. Yeah, or tell us a story about something that you didn't expect that happened to you with someone from a generation you didn't think would happen it with you (laughs) and if you are listening and you enjoyed this please share please subscribe please um send us an email and tell us uh things that you like about yvonne even if you have to argue the bits about the dimmer switch and the candlelight we still would love to hear from you yvonne thank you thank you for helping us get this off the ground and for being our guest today thank you we've just enjoyed the poop out of you so that's the thing i (laughs) regret saying Bridging the gap between generations who assume things about each other. 